Coda here. Welcome back to our interview series of Real Talk, where I'm sharing with you real women who have created a life in line with what they want to achieve. It's real conversations, it's real talk, and today I'm really delighted to share with you Christy Davis. I met Christy a few years ago, and I remember when I first met Christy. I loved how warm and caring and helpful she was and the more that I got to know Christy I really became inspired by the way that she thinks about the world and the way that she sees the world and so I'm so delighted to welcome Christy here today. So thank you Christy for coming on board. Thanks for having me Lauren, how are you? Yeah I'm really well, thank you. How are you today? Yeah good. Very good. Good, good. Yeah, it's a crazy world out there at the moment, but um, just keep finding ways to, to move forward every day. Ah, I know. What's one of the ways that you're finding right now to just keep moving forward, Christy? Oh, I love learning. I'm such a passionate learner. So, um, yeah, just really delving into technology and, um, you know, personal development, ways to help my kids. Everyone's kind of reinventing themselves at the moment and I'm loving learning this about so many people I've been working with for years, you know, how they're reinventing themselves as well. So yeah, I love that. I love that reinvention of ourselves at the moment. And I'd love to, to talk that through with you even more. So in terms of really introducing you and sharing you with our audience, at what point in your life did you really start consciously making steps in line with the life that you have created today? I was very young, right from the time, as young as I can remember, actually. Wow. I, I have the most beautiful, beautiful family. My mum and dad, I still put up on a pedestal today. Um, I was probably the only kid in high school that couldn't wait for mum and dad to come to open day and for me to introduce them to everyone. I was just, yeah, I, was, I always felt grateful for my family and my mum and dad were the type of people who were just always there for everybody. My dad helped at my brother's little athletics. He was the one there, you know, at seven o'clock in the morning, setting up the tent for everybody, you know, helping with the timing and measuring out, you know, while all the parents would just kind of sit on the sidelines and not contribute so much. And my mum, you know, she helped my sister and I with calisthenics, which is kind of a cross between gymnastics and dancing for anyone yeah. who doesn't know. She was always, yeah, she was always there collecting everyone's, you know, money and helping with all the bookwork and helping with all the costumes. Mm. She, you know, anyone that needed help with their makeup, she'd, you know, line up, I'll give you a hand. You know, my mum was always the person people would go to for help. And I loved that that was my mum. I loved that that was my dad. I just felt so lucky to have them as mine, you know. They would walk in the door and people would run to them because they need help with something and they know that they can solve their problems, you know. Yeah. Um, and I always loved, I just loved that about them. It definitely made them happy. It made them better people. Um, my mum and dad would open up our doors every weekend and I have friends that would call my mum and dad mum and dad really so, yeah yeah those those parents yeah so i don't know i just always felt safe in my home and loved that my friends loved my home as well mm. and 
I always really wanted that for my life as well. But what I didn't love was the struggle, the financial struggle. Mm. And we never didn't get what we needed. But I know that every time, for example, that credit card bill came in, it was how are we going to do this? And that was just the one thing, the one thing that I just wish, you know, I could have changed for them as well. So I guess I set out in my life, I, I, I watched mum and dad work for other people their whole life. Yeah. And I could see, you know, stepping back that in, if I was to go and do that, then I wouldn't get what I really desired. I wouldn't be able to be that helpful person, but also still have control over my finances as well. And I knew that I had to take control of that. So working for someone else was never ever on my radar right from I was probably in primary school Um, uh, I would go along to work with my dad I would go along to work with my mom in the school holidays and it's just yeah I just couldn't picture myself doing what they were doing so um, yeah I I actually got into a a full-time dance school uh, at Victorian College of the Arts which I auditioned for when I was 11 and you know that was quite long days right from a young age of 11 I was you know spending an hour and a half getting to school every day, an hour and a half getting home. Um, I had to really manage my schedule with homework because our work uh, school days were so much longer than the average child. Um, I started working as early as I, I thought, I was with 14 and nine months when I started yeah, the working. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah. You know, I was doing extra classes, developing my skills, extra classes and working the only night I really had for homework was a Thursday night so I really had to manage my time really young and my homework was done on the train but I also you know taking a step back again I knew that that kind of career took hard work I knew there were a lot of people wanting the same thing and I had to work harder um, to develop that X factor. But I also knew that it was going to open so many doors. I love traveling. And yeah. this was a job that was going to allow me to travel without spending tens of thousands of dollars doing it. So, yeah, I ended up traveling the world for seven years. I met my husband along the way. Yeah. He had a very, very similar background to me. He actually lost his father when he was 12. So he's, he was brought up on the pension. His mum was on the pension with four sons. So, yeah, he had a real drive, very similar to mine, to really take control of our lives and our finances um, so that we could have a great future for our family as well and the whole time we were traveling we would you know it really wasn't easy I actually got really homesick seven years I was homesick obviously I was so close to my family yeah but I knew while I'm young I, I need to tick this off my bucket list I need to keep going this is what this is my future. This is my children's future. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I found something that was working for us financially. So, yeah, I just, I had to keep pushing through. And when I look back at how hard it was for me yeah. through the homesickness, also through the, the different clients I was working for, juggling different personalities, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, working for people whose mission is to just bring you down as well. Mm. Um, but also knowing I can step out and step away from that at any time and find new clients, new people to work with um, and know that those people were just there to help me grow and help me be strong. Yeah, and, and every time I, I came across hurdles, I just always kept the big picture in mind. This is my yeah. family, this is my future. 
yeah. um, this is our future home. Yeah. So yeah, we, we, we finished traveling oh, and it was so good just knowing that I'm, I'm here at home to stay now. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only real travel we did was sort of New Zealand, Australia travel. Yeah. Because it was close. Yeah, and, and we, we started our family. I was quite young, I was 24 when we decided, yep, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Kids um, <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd had a, like a full-blown career for such a long time. Um, and um, yeah, we had my, my, first, my first daughter. And, um, you know, I think she was five weeks old when I went back to work. Yeah. Um, not full-time or anything. And yeah. she was pretty much glued to me. Yeah. Uh, but I just made it work. If, if a client didn't want to hire me because I was a mum and I had a baby that I was feeding, then I didn't work for that client. It was just very, um, and, and people, I think people were attracted to that confidence mm -hmm. as well because it didn't really stop my career at all um, having a having daughter with me. So um, yeah, we just, in that time, we, we also wanted to build a home. So yeah. we wanted a safe place for our family and our future children as well. Yeah. And every time life got tough, um, I think I was telling you earlier, Lauren, I was yes. not sleeping at all. Yeah. Uh, I had a child that, yeah, 10 to 15 times a night I was up and then I would get up in the morning and, you know, bring her to work with me. She would scream in the car, like it was, it was hard. You know, I had it, we would go through display homes and um, every time life got tough, we would just go back into those display homes and know that we deserved this. You know, keep doing what we're doing and, and we deserve to have this. And whenever we felt down about, oh, we can't afford those clothes and we can't afford to go out for dinner this week and we can't afford this, um, we would just go back into that display home and know that we can have this. So I think from a young age, my my personal ability to step back and see the big picture amongst all yeah. the little things that happen in your everyday life yeah. is quite big. And, you know, sometimes it goes against me because I miss all the little details along the way. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. sorry that you felt that way about, you know, your daughter having a tantrum today or whatever. But it's really about step back, yeah. really step back. And especially with what's going on today mm. and see the big picture. And that's what's going to help you take those little steps forward every day. And whenever you lose sight of the big picture, like, just like my husband and I did, we would go into those display homes, yeah. have a look around and just see ourselves in them. Um, because that was our dream at the time and that was our big picture at the time. So um, I guess that's how, you know, I, I get through everything. And at the moment, um, we have got other businesses building on the side, you know, once once I sort of had my two girls, I knew that, you know, I wasn't going to get any younger and my career, again, the ability to step back and, and see the big picture, I knew my career wasn't going to last forever. I knew that I was yeah. most likely going to do it for a very long time <laughs> and still do, yeah. um, but it's going to taper off. It's not um, it's not an essential service <laughs> and, and, yeah, I need to explore other avenues. So... You know, when we were modeling, dancing, traveling the world, we, we started thinking about that then. We invested into property. Yeah. Um, yep. We knew that, and, and that's why we were practically living off rice the whole time. While other people were, you know, shopping for glamorous clothes and laughing at the fact I've been wearing the same thing since high school, <laughs> we were investing in property. We were creating other income streams. That. And I think yeah. 
In today's world, it is so important to have different income streams. Nothing is certain now. If something falls over, you've still got something else to fall back on. And more, more than any time right now, I think people are realizing that. But um, yeah, we did have the property investment. We um, worked so, so hard to, to really crunch down the numbers on that as well. It wasn't easy, definitely wasn't easy. As I said, sacrificing so much to have that but knowing that it was going to give our future, it was honestly, you work hard for a little while to have the rest of your life like most people can't have because they're just not prepared to put in that extra mile short term. Yeah, so now we obviously still have that. Yeah. And because we developed that security, we were able to then explore other business. And again, stepping back, see the big picture, my husband and I would sit down and say, right, what can we do that's not going to take us away from our families? What can we do that's going to keep us together? How can we still drop our kids off and pick them up from school every day and still have financial security? That's what everybody wants, you know? Absolutely. And and it's just about stepping away from what everyone else is doing and getting really real with yourself working to your strengths. Don't worry about your weaknesses. Be aware of them, but know what you're good at. And there is not one person in this world that doesn't have something incredible to offer it. You just have to you have to step away from what everyone's telling you to do and do what you know you can do well. And you might not have found that yet either. And I tell you what, right now, if you are not working on the front line or in an essential service, you have time. You have time to start new things, do new things, learn new things. What makes you tick? You can create business out of that. What do you love to do? You can create business out of that. So use this time really, really wisely. Um, And, you know, if if you are one of those people working on the front line Mm. um, and exhausted right now, fearful right now, I just want you all to know as well that the whole world has your back. We are so thankful for everything that you're doing. And of course, right now, that is all you can focus on. And, And we are just so grateful for you. There are so many people who are stuck at home um, helping these people do their job by being at home. Um, And it's these people that I'm talking to right now. It's really step back, see the big picture and understand you have the ability to make change. My husband started, um, I mean, we've been working online for years because we knew online was the way of the future. It is here. It's here and it's here now with a vengeance. Um, Don't second guess yourself. Don't think you're not good enough for something. The moment you start thinking that, it's ego. It's your ego stepping in your way of thinking that people will judge me. You have so much to offer. And people will judge you and that's okay (laughs) but there are thousands of people that need you and need what you are good at Um, so just get out there and do it don't worry about the naysayers Um, my husband started a business from our garage Um, it actually started from a really hard time in my family Um, And that's something I really want to get this message across now as well. We're going through a really hard time and this is when the leaders rise. Yeah. Um, 
my sister went through a separation. Yeah. She needed furniture for her home. And in two weeks, my husband and I and the family rallied together and we were able to furnish her home, whole home for $10. I said to my husband, There's actually, this is huge. There are so many people that need what we've just done for her. Yeah. Um, this is our, this is my husband's entire business now. Isn't it? Yeah. And now more than ever, yeah. he is helping people. I mean, with everything that's going on, there is a lot of this going on at the moment. Um, so he's helping so many people at the moment. Um, we actually invested in a warehouse to help house all the furniture. Probably turn over more than 100 items a week just on his own. Um, so, you know, it's about really stepping back and, and seeing the big picture. Sometimes bad times bring so much good to the world. Um, myself, I wanted to start another business as well yeah. knowing my work was going to taper down yeah. um, and I wanted to find something again that I could work online yeah. that I could put my work I could put my life in my diary and then my work works around it right. and that is the key if you can put your life in your diary first and work your business or your work around it you have the ultimate um, and that's what I did. I found a consumable product. I found a very high marketplace demand and I started talking about it and I started sharing it and I started turning it over. Um, and still today, people can't live without what I, I do. So um, to me, that was just a genius business model yeah. that I could, um, I could keep doing for the rest of my life and it was only going to continue to grow whether I was there or not. So yeah, as I said, it wasn't easy. I remember yeah. start both of us starting our businesses. We were like ships passing in the night. We were carrying our kids around with us. Um, I was presenting my product to people and you know, it was eight o'clock at night and most kids are going to bed at 7.30. Yeah. I didn't feel guilty about that because I knew that, you know, my kids missing out on an hour's sleep tonight before school was totally worth the rest of their life. Yeah. Um, I also now see that, you know, in having our kids with us and, you know, maybe they got a couple of, you know, later nights than a normal child. <laughs> or, yeah. You know, maybe I didn't get to go to the park, you know, and play with all the mother's group kids yeah. for while my kids were young. Maybe they were at, at my work with me and at my job with me and, you know, traveling from here to there. But <laughs> yeah. I actually don't remember any of that now. Yeah. And yeah. I just think for what it's given them today, it's 100% worth it. It was literally that little guilt feeling one day that I didn't take my child to the park to play with their friends. Yeah. I've got so many friends now. It, it did not make an ounce of difference and bringing them to work with us, their idea of playing is starting businesses in their bedroom. <laughs> tell me about that. And I tell you what, you know, they bring us in, we're their number one client. They bring <laughs> us in and they say, oh, you know, can I grab your phone number for any specials? Or, yeah. you know, like they just get business. You know, when you say, what do you want to do when you grow up? It's all about what they can start, not who they can work for. I love um, that. Yeah, and, you know, and also, you know, watching, they watched me present so many times and I was a shy person, believe it or not, yeah. but watching me, how I learn, how I prepare and how I step up, now they do. 
you know, um, I finished a presentation when my eldest daughter, I think she was about eight years old, and she said, Mum, next time you flick the slides, I've got this. Really? Yeah. So I just think you are teaching your kids so much by stepping up and it might not be at a playground or, you know, doing what most young kids do. Yeah. But I tell you what, they're learning so much that you just don't realise. Absolutely. And that gift that our kids learn from what we do, not what we say. They learn from what we do and you have demonstrated that in exactly everything that you've shared there. And I love that they, they're, they're playing and they're having little businesses. It's play to them and that's what business should be. Fun, being around people, helping people. And I love that that is the world you have created for your kids. That's, that's what they know to be true mm -hmm. and believe to be true about the world. And, and it's not scary, scary for them. It's not, not scary, scary for them, it's normal. And yeah. we're all brought up to, you know, work, you know, study for so long yeah. to work for someone else for their dreams to come true. Yeah. Um, it's just not, just didn't sit comfortably with me and never, never did. I love that, I love that. And from all of this, what would you say is the greatest legacy that you're going to leave as on this world and your kids as a result of you doing something different, believing in yourself, casting the vision that you did and taking the action that you took, all of this, comes back to the action that you took and the vision that you had. You just combine them together. What's, what is going to be the greatest legacy that you are going to leave as a result of this world you have created, Christy? Probably the smallest thing that you can possibly imagine. Yeah. The ability for my kids to have mum and dad walk to school with them every day. And mum and dad, when the bell goes, we're there and they still run into our arms and just mum and dad are there. And we're not frantically rushing here, rushing there, because as I said, our life goes into our diary and then our work fits in around that. I love it. I love that. And that is what so many people want. I'm, I'm really teary about that. That is <laughs> what so many people want is time doing things that they love. And that's what your girls get, you being yeah. there for pickup. I, um, my dad used to drop me off at the train station every day. Yeah. And um, it's just something that I loved. I just loved that time with him in yeah. the morning. And I would wave goodbye, you know, until yeah. I couldn't see him. The train would go down the platform. <laughs> the carriage would be looking at me, but I didn't care. Yeah. And I would yeah. wave until I couldn't see him anymore and vice versa. And I remember him thinking, oh, I wonder what the last day of year 12 is going to look like. Because, you know, thinking, of it, I don't think she'll be still waving to me. Yeah. The last day of year 12. Aww. It was just really special. And I love that I can give that to my children, but not just me. It's me and my husband. Yes. That's a big part of this as well. They get both of you, both of you there with them. That's beautiful. I love that. Christy, for some final words for anyone who has listened to this today, who is, you know, they want to do what you've done and they feel, you know, they're feeling what you probably have felt multiple times, that uncertainty, that fear, 
that part of their brain that's saying don't take that step what would you say to anyone today to just believe in themselves to take the first step what would you share with anyone watching this right now most people who are afraid to take the first step are also not happy where they are yeah and if you don't take that first step you will always feel the way you do right now knowing that there's more knowing that you are capable of so much more and i tell you what each and every person on this earth are stronger than they think yeah each and every person on this earth are stronger than what's happening in the world right now yeah it's the ability to step back yeah. and see the big picture because every hurdle that comes along you will need to be able to do that yeah. step back see the big picture and those hurdles are tiny little pebbles yeah they're tiny little pebbles they're not big walls that you've got to climb over you know it's when when i look back at the struggles of a sleepless baby and trying to work at the same time we kind of laugh about it now yeah it was a little pebble that we had to climb over and we did it we were stronger than we thought you know so just take a step back see the big picture whenever something becomes overwhelming to you or whenever you you come across that first roadblock block just really step back and see is this going to be a big deal in 10 years from now yeah will i even remember this moment in 10 years from now no you won't so just take a step back and always see the big picture i love that i love that thank you so much christy i'm truly grateful for you sharing this with the audience as i shared at the start i love your kind humble thoughtful approach to life i love your determination your grit your ability to take action and i love the legacy that you are leaving for your kids and everyone who you come across so thank you so much for your time today no worries no worries go for your goals it's so worth it thank you so for anyone watching today, I want you to take on board everything Christy has said today. You can do this. You can create and live a life that you love. You matter, you're worth it, you are enough. Just take that first, that first little step because it will then be the ripple on effect for you creating the life that you can create and leave the legacy that you want to live for your own life and your family's life. So thanks everyone, we'll be back on here again really soon. Bye.